It's Monday. It's morning. And listener, it is macabre. Hello. Hi, welcome to the um, very chill, very cool, very chill episode of Monday Morning Macabre. If you're just listening we were bought by, by NPR, NPR. and uh, <laughs> if you um, if you're just tuning in, we have a, a great segment with radiologist and cardiothoracic surgeon uh, Andre Stapleton. Later, he's uh, he's going to be in the, the studio. Really excited about that. Um, welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, the show where we talk about uh, you, our listeners. So we're sponsored today. By Squarespace. <laughs> By Bonobos, the monkey. And, uh, and, and. I believe they're a great ape, Dariot. Uh, Dariot. Sweet. I almost Dariot. called you Dariot. I was hanging out too much with the Darius recently. Uh, hi, I'm Dariot. I'm Dariot Van Chuckleberg. I am an NPR contributor and editorialist for the New England State.com backslash journal. Uh, I graduated Biggie Small Loudly at the University of Columbus, Antigua, and uh, I'm just really happy to be here. The University of California, Santa Claus. Okay, guys. Hey, welcome to Money Morning Cop. What are you, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> I mean, ooh, oh my, my goodness. Edit it out or triple the burps. Do like a sweet replay, slow-mo replay. That would be sick. <laughs> we need to get more shock jock anyway. Yes. We've said it before. We'll say it again. Uh, guys, welcome to Monday Morning Macabre where, you know, we we tell it like it is. We're going to make two cardiothoracic surgeons <laughs> jello fight. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna mud wrestle and we're going to call them little swines. <laughs> uh, so I'm super stoked for that later coming up. <laughs> and... If you're new here, we uh, it's not we talk about stuff in uh, spooky worlds. That's it. That's the all. mysterious, <laughs> the tragic, the spooky, the spooky, the serious, the not- sometimes it's just horrible. And we the darker side of the human condition. Whoa! Did you just make that up? Yeah, I think so. I kind of blacked out. I don't know what I said, dude. But- I wish I could black out right now, dog. But I'm drinking a brisk Sheesh. iced tea. Sheesh. Um. Hey guys. <laughs> I feel like I say, hey, guys, welcome to the show, like, eight times in the first five minutes of every episode. Uh, well, then, I, what if people walk in after the first Yeah, I like to just assume that, like, you're listening in a large audience, and some people, like, went to the bathroom, and they have to jump over the couch because they don't want to miss it. Uh, yeah, so, what if our buddies at, at uh, fucking SpaceX, like, a guy's late into the lab. Yeah. It's like, hey. Right. Roger's here. Hey. My God, there Raj he is. with the <laughs> screwdriver going to make that Tesla go, bra pa 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 and you know at SpaceX, he's like, sorry, I was late. I was playing Raid Shadow Legends. Oh. Nah, I'm just playing with you guys. There's just a lot of ads on this site for that, and it's assaulting my eyes. Assaulting your eyes and assaulting the listeners' hearts. It's scones. <laughs> oh, my God. Please stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing great. <laughs> yeah, what are you, what's wrong with you? Why are you Why are you uh, doing what you're doing? We both... Uh, I uh, I got it. I tied one off a bit. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so I'm trying my best. If you know what I mean. I don't, but it sounds gross. Uh, I just got back from a wedding yesterday, and I we got home at like one thirty in the morning, and then my son woke up 
like an hour or two later, and then my daughter was up at five, and I'm I am running on a fumies, daddy. So we're living parallel lives, is yes, what I'm saying. We are. We are very much doing that. Uh, beautiful venue though. Congratulations to the Mrs. and Mr. Oh my goodness, the ah! pictures were lovely. I saw them. Yes. I saw oh the my pictures. god. Gorgeous venue. Beautiful staff. Beautiful dress she went with. Oh my god. Very tasteful. White. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> what a choice. I'd be worried I'd spill my dunk's coffee <laughs> if I chose white. But hey, she's better than me. Yeah, me and me and my wife got married at a, down a, like in a dunk's drive-thru and like the uh there's a charcuterie board of munchkins. And it was beautiful. I got a chi- uh, bacon, <laughs> egg, and cheese croissant. Yeah, that uh, was the uh, box I checked off on the yeah, RSVP. Yeah, it was the meat, and then the veg was just hash browns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really good time. Um, anyway, guys, let's. What do you want? I don't, should we start talking about scary things? <laughs> I don't know. I know that Sconey is presenting bologna tonight. Yeah, I got some fucking mysterious shit to tell you about. <laughs> oh, so no. listen Let's up, dickheads. Strap in. Here we go. Scones got mean. Today we're going to be listening. We're going to be listening. Or you're going to be listening. I'm talking. You're <laughs> listening. I'm not going to listen to a goddamn thing. Scones has been chugging down Alpha Brain for the last three days. Listen, I am amped up on Black Rifle <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> and I, <laughs> Today we're going to be listening. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to be listening to tonight, Scones? The ramblings of a madman? You lunatic? Yeah, we're pretty close. The mysterious and tragic life of Casper Hauser. Band, rattle those bones. Rattle those bees. Straddle those D. Hey, gang. <laughs> I like that there was the music's going to be right there yeah, to give you a little break <laughs> from that. <laughs> but, uh, so we can move past it. Oh, man. Uh, uh, today's source is ancientorigins.net. So oh, you know it's real. So you know it's legit. You said Casper Hauser? Yes. Do you know of Casper Hauser? No, it sounds like a made up, like a character played on like SNL or something. So it sounds a like popular a, a Fred, fiction, Fred Armisen character. So a popular fiction scripted podcast uh, I like. Uh, I was listening to again. Is this on? And is it's called Tannis. Is he involved in Tannis? And okay. they, they loop in like mysterious and crazy stuff to like into their narrative. So they take creative liberty. But a lot of it's based in real life. And I was listening to the most recent season. And they were talking about this guy. I was like, no way, that's fucking real. And then I like schmoogled it, and I was like, "Oh my schmoogle. Oh my schmoogie. And now we're gonna learn all about the schmoogling. Yes, because Caspar Hauser came from nowhere, and became one of the greatest mysteries of the nineteenth century of nineteenth century Germany. On May twenty sixth, eighteen twenty eight, he appeared in the streets of Nuremberg. For the next five years, he was a source of speculation and the root of many troubles. Oh, oh, oh. So basically, he appeared in the streets of the German city as a teenager. He would not tell anyone who he was, but he carried a letter with him. Oh? <laughs> the letter was addressed to the captain of the 4th Squadron of the 6th Cavalry Regiment, Captain von Wessenig. 
The letter had been sent from the Bavarian border, an unnamed, <laughs> the Bavarian border, the unnamed place, 1828. What the fuck? The author of this letter stayed anonymous, but it said that the boy was given in to the writer's custody as an infant on October 7th, 1812, and that he taught him how to read, write, and about the Christian religion. Another part of the letter was shocking because the person who took care of the boy wrote that he was never allowed to enter the guardian's house. The writer also recommended that the boy should become a cavalryman as his father was. Hell yeah. Captain Von Wessenig <laughs> was obliged to decide what to do with the boy. It was written that he chose to take him in. Uh, no, he could either choose to take him in or hang him. Because oh, that's... Those are the options. That's... Well, no, you know the choice yeah, you have yeah, to come yeah. across as a father. Well, yeah. So when I see my son and I go, hey, keep it down. He goes, what are you going to do? Take me in or hang me? And I'm like, those are the only things I can do legally. <laughs> Listen, it's a it's a coin. It's yeah. a two-sided hey, coin. What's the most you, you flip that every day as a dad. Every day I wake up and I flip it. <laughs> and I go, well, looks like we're... <laughs> God, is he lucky. <laughs> <laughs> he has been... Lucky for 10 weeks straight. (laughs) What is more surprising was that there was another short letter with the boy, which appeared to have been written by his mother or a prior caretaker. This letter explained that the name of the boy was Casper, and he was born on April 30th, 1812, and that his father, a cavalryman of the 6th Regiment, was dead. (gasps) The analysis of both letters proved that they were written by the same hand. It's also possible that Casper maybe wrote both of them? Question mark? I, uh, see, see, why he do that? Casper was approached by a shoemaker named Weckman, who took the boy to the house of Captain von Wessenig. It was later said that Casper was familiar with money, could say some prayers and read a little bit. But he answered a few questions, and his vocabulary appeared to be rather limited. Casper seemed only obsessed with becoming a cavalryman. <gasps> he spent two months in Lugans Lawn Tower in Nuremberg Yo, Castle. Lugans in the Car- Lawn Tower? my favorite harry potter character <laughs> i loved it when he showed up during the freaking tri-wizard tournament dude <laughs> he spent two months in lugan's land tower in nurburn castle yo lugan's lift <laughs> run it back baby one more time in the care of a jailer named andreas hiltel these names are wild during that time, he was in good physical condition and could walk well. He was approximately 16 years old and appeared to have an excellent memory, and he learned things quickly. But there was something about the young man's habits that surprised everybody. He would refuse all food except bread and water. I mean, yeah. You have other things? I mean, in 18th century Ger- I mean, 1800s Germany, I don't know. That's true. Beer? Yeah, they're like, yeah, I guess that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Beer and sausage? Beer and, and He's like, sausage. no, that hurts my stomach. And they're like, that's so weird. They're like, <laughs> they're like what do you mean? Uh, shut up, girlfriend. The first idea about Casper's origin comes from uh, sorry, 1829. It said that he was the... Hold on. I am... Woo. Sheesh. Okay. The first idea about Casper's origins, which comes from 1829 said that he was a prince of Baden, who was born September 29th, 1812. <laughs> According to history, this boy officially died on October 16th, but some people believe that he had been stolen as an infant in the interests of a junior branch of the Baden house. 
Ooh. If this were true, Casper's parents would have been King Charles, the Grand Duke. Oh, no, sorry. Charles, the Grand Duke of Baden. And Stephanie, de, ooh, I'm not even going to attempt that name. Cousin by marriage and adopted daughter of Napoleon. Charles had no surviving male progeny. In this situation, his successor was his uncle Louis, who was later succeeded by his half-brother, Leopold. Mm. So that's some Game of Thrones shit. I was going to say, this is sounding awfully like uh, medieval fantasy. In 1876, Otto Middlestadt presented the evidence against this theory based on official documents. He explained details about the prince's emergency baptism, autopsy, and burial. Middlestadt asserted that the Grand Duchess was too ill to be permitted to see her dead baby in 1812. Oh. <laughs> so she never saw the body of the baby. Okay. So. Because she was deemed too ill. Yo, like she was wild. Yeah. The people who apparently saw the baby were his father, grandmother, and aunt, with the ten court physicians and the nurses. In 1951, the letters of the Grand Duke's mother were published. These gave more details about the child's birth, illness, and death. The second theory was that the boy was only a waif and an imposter who had strayed from some peasant home. That's where like nobody uh, desired his return. Remember uh, the story about the Irish? That was it called. Oh, the uh, 1986 uh, Boston Celtics. <laughs> yep. Uh, Celtics set of balls. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, what was the movie? Changeling was the film that this was about. Ooh. We talked about it. I forget. It's been a while. Anyway, it sounds fam- like similar. Okay. Sounds simmy. Simmy soundies. Continue. Although this theory sounds more reasonable. It wasn't as popular as the story that connected Casper Hauser with the royal family. Obviously, dude. Bruh. Hold on. Come on, bro. Hold on, dude. Am I recording, bro? Oh, yeah, fuck. I okay, I would have been like, oh, nah, nah. What's my name? Oh, nah, nah. What's my name? Some people also believe that Casper was raised half wild in a forest. That's cool. But this differs from how Hauser himself explained his story to the man known as Mayor Binder. He remembered that he spent his life completely alone in a dark cell about two meters long, one meter wide, and one and a half meters high. Uh-huh. He said that in the cell, all he had was a straw bed to sleep on and two horses and a dog carved out of wood for toys. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds sick. That sounds like how you stay focused. Kids today with all their yeah, ADHD could never. exactly. TikToks is destroying their, ga- their brains and their gams. <laughs> Yeah, they're games, dude. Kids today get too many quick dopamine hits. Yep. When they should be uh, completely robbed of all dopamine <laughs> for the first 16 years of their life. They should be in a mine, sir, where they belong. Hazard was eventually given to the care of Friedrich Dahmer, a schoolmaster and speculative philosopher. I wish I was a master Which is of such anything, a stupid yeah. fucking title. School I feel like master. anyone could be a speculative philosopher. Yeah. You know what? That's just like how we're big speculative ideas. philosophers yeah. now. If you've had an idea, you are a speculative speculative philosopher. Congratulations! Oh my god, you are still burping away. Yeah, it's <laughs> my. Uh, I'm not doing the best. Scotty. Dahmer taught him various subjects and discovered his talent for drawing. However, problems loomed for the young man, and the first attempt on his life took place on October seventeenth, eighteen twenty nine. A good year. That was a day when Hauser did not return 
for his midday meal, but was found in the cellar of the Dahmer house bleeding from a cut wound on his forehead. It was the toy horse. Ah, horse came to life. Horse, of course. Riding is important. <laughs> Mr. Red just hit him with that yeet. <laughs> Get him that yeet. He's like, stop putting peanut butter in my mouth. <laughs> That's a deep that's cut a, Mr. Ed reference. A, how many Mr. Ed references are you getting in other s- s- sad, creepy shows? Yeah, probably none. Probably none. Sillies. How many people our age know of Mr. Ed? I don't even know. So, anyway, here's what's really wrong with America. <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> on April 3rd, 1830, a pistol shot went off in the Hauser room. <gasps> oh, no! His guardian hardly entered the room, only to find him bleeding from a wound on the right side of his head. So this is after he was found in the cellar with a cut on his forehead. Okay. So someone's, people are out trying to get this guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's a target. In December 1831, Hauser was transferred to Ansbach yep. to the care of a schoolmaster named Johann George Meyer. Meyer, who was a strict and pedantic man, disliked Hauser because he assumed the boy lied about his roots and gave many excuses. Mm. Their relationship was difficult and unpleasant. Uh-oh. A few days after coming to Ansbach, they had a serious argument. Uh-oh. <laughs> Five days later, on December 14th, 1833, <gasps> Hauser appeared at the house of Lord Stanhope, one of his protectors with a deep dagger wound in his left breast. Casper oh. Hauser died of his wound on December 17th, 1833. His death was as tragic and unexpected as his life was. This is a human being. <laughs> yep. That so was he just... went to... <clears throat> he, so kid shows up. He's like, hey, you don't know me. I don't know me. Becomes talk <laughs> of the town. Hey, nobody know me, including me. Ends up in a cellar getting stabbed and then shot. And then stabbed again. <laughs> That's crazy. He's on that fucking, uh, what's that Russian guy who couldn't die? We talked about him. Oh. He's uh, on that Rasputin uh, shit. Ra, ra, Rasputin, watch me hit this Dougie, please. Skirt, skirt, During skirt, the police, <laughs> During the police investigation, a small violet purse containing a pencil note was found. Oh. The message was written in a mirror writing style called... Spiegelschrift. Whoa, that's a cool name. The message was originally in German, and this is what it said. <gasps> Hauser will be able to tell you quite precisely how I look and from where I am. To save Hauser the effort, I want to tell you myself where I come. I come from the Bavarian border on the river. I will even tell you my name. M. L. Oh, Milo. <laughs> Milo did this. Milo. Where's Otis? So basically, yeah, it's they have a picture of the letter. It's really weird, and you have to hold it up in the mirror in order to see it. And there's That's a bunch cool. of like blank spaces and areas for no reason. That's why it kind of reads like choppy. Okay. I don't know. You need some kind of cool cipher or something. Yo, like double XL freshman cipher? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but <laughs> okay, it never mind. fucking don't rad. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> Sounds like that guy knows how to party. It's a hip-hop reference. Sheesh. Sheesh. After Hauser's death, it was claimed that he was murdered, and again the belief arose that he was, in fact, the prince. Sheesh. 
He was buried in the Stad Friedhof in Ansbach, Sheesh. where his headstone reads in Latin, Here lies Kaspar Hauser, riddle of his time. His birth was unknown, his death mysterious. 1833. Jesus. Absolutely thrilling. <laughs> Yeah, there's also a 1974 movie called The Enigma of Casper Hauser. It's a cool name. I think Casper makes me intrigued just from the name Casper. Yeah, you're like, is he a friendly ghost? Is he? Exactly. He's a ghost now for sure because he got stabbed in the boob. But like, how mad is he about it? <laughs> Booby stab. Hey, I so got science. stab. Science tries to solve the mystery. The case of Casper Hauser began to be researched once more with the appearance of newer technology. The interest in Hauser's story rose up again, where in November 1996, the magazine Der Spiegel reported an attempt to genetically match a blood sample from underpants assumed to have been Casper Hauser. Yikes. Shibby. He got those dirty doo-doo shorts. He's got that them like, dookie doodies. If you want to know if a man's a prince, you check his dirty doo-doos. Check his dukes. Wait and poop. <laughs> That's for us. <laughs> the analysis was made in Laboratories of Forensic Science Service in Birmingham, okay. then confirmed in the LMU Institute of Legal Medicine at the University of Munich. The comparisons of the blood sample with descendants of the princely family showed that Casper was most likely not a prince of Baden. Aww. But the belief did not end there. And six years later, in 2002, the Institute of Forensic Medicine of the University of Munster analyzed hair and body cells from locks of hair and clothing that also belonged to the Casper Hauser. Yeah. The analysts of the six DNA samples were compared to a DNA segment from Astrid von Medinger, a descendant in the female line of Stephanie de Bahon. <laughs> Hell yeah. The sequences are not identical, but the deviation observed is not large enough to exclude a relationship either as the difference could be caused by mutations. The Baden family did not allow any examination of Stephanie de Bernhorn or the child's <laughs> remains. So the mystery of Caspar Hauser and his possible connection to the Baden family continues on. Spooky. Also, in, uh, I don't, like, I'm pretty sure uh, three people that were, like, really close to him were also subsequently murdered, like, three weeks after him. Dude, it was the CIA planting crack in the 80s. Yeah, dude, they're trying to fly it out of Cuba, and they're like, "This Casper Hauser guy's making too much noise across dude, the like, board. We gotta kill everyone who's ever met him, dude. <laughs> we gotta go back in time. Ding, ding. <laughs> pretty sick, pretty sick. And that's how the Miami waterfront was built, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. That's why the movie The Birdcage is available on demand today. I'm pretty sure like over half of like Miami's development on the water was built with cocaine money. That's awesome. Honestly, cocaine <laughs> money doesn't get enough credit. That's awesome. That's the coolest sentence you've said thus far in your life. <laughs> now it's a podcast. Now we're ripping and cooking. It's <laughs> my new catchphrase. <laughs> you guys try to start ripping and cooking. Um, ripping and cooking, ripping and cooking. I've been ripping up some meats and I'm cooking them. They're on a barbecue. They're smoking up it. So, Casper, friendly, not friendly. It's it's not the point. <laughs> well, the real thing is, is he a prince or was he not? Or was, was he, he a wooden horse? Like, are these assassination attempts? Someone trying yeah. in the royal family trying to keep shit. 
So do you think it would have been like him trying to like evade that by being like, I'm just a strange boy who has no <laughs> past or future. I was kept in a bu- <laughs> I am outside of my time. I am an enigma. Because <laughs> that would be the most elaborate one yet, I think. I, I just like... <laughs> I, I, that is too insane, I think, to be the case. There's no way know, that they're like, dude, pretend that just families be... were doing wild shit. Wouldn't you rather just stick him in the top of a cat, like a tower, like a princess with a dragon, and just like protect the castle? Instead, instead Maybe, of... Maybe, but the, the rumor mill gets churning, my dude. Hashtag, hashtag, am I right? And since he was a baby, man, they're like, oh, I don't want to kill him, let's just give him away, and then it's like, all said yeah. and done. But it's then, like, like, a, it's like, like Harry Potter, when Voldemort's like, ah, bro. And, but then he comes busting out onto the scene like, bread and water only, motherfuckers. And he's like, I'm going to live under the like, stairs. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> Whisper me. Whisper to my horses. He's Mr. Horse. Yeah, I want to ride away in my imagination forever. Yeah, I'm going to roll up and talk real smooth like to this snake. So listeners, how, how do you know Casper? <laughs> do you guys have, if you have leads <laughs> as to whether this 18th century little boy uh there's also suspect like apparently a lot of the people in Ansbach as well like consider like thought that he stabbed himself and invented the story what the fuck is going on with this kid why would he stab himself in the chest for a story um because it's gotta be legit dude that's like the like the most imagine like someone coming in with like a wound and you're just like you did this yeah right, right like why would you stab yourself i'd be like uh I can girl boss and I can gatekeep, but do not gaslight me. Yeah, it's Tim Robinson in the fucking hot dog costume. (laughs) Like, we need to find who did this. That's such a funny sketch. (laughs) I think you should leave on Netflix. Go give it a watch. It's a good time. It's like my favorite sketch comedy show of all time. Yeah. It's like it has. The weird we're gonna chaotic change the pod- energy. Yeah. We're, the podcast <laughs> is now going to be. About. It's going to be all about Tim Robinson's. <laughs> I think you should leave. Um, that would be sick. Episode by episode. Yeah. Sketch by sketch. Sketch by hashtag sketch by sketch. Sketch uh, by sketch. Day by day. Day. But anyway, um, Casper the friendly ghost stabbed himself with his wooden horse, and. No one knows why. But Scones... Write in if you think he was right. the prince. <laughs> was he a princely boy? Or a, a mad poor boy who was trying to pretend to be a princely boy? Was he a frog just looking for his kiss? Hey, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Guys, if you know anything about Casper, let us know. Because that's... I don't. I don't know why you would... <laughs> But that would really get us some eyeballs. God, that would really, if anyone knew exactly yeah, would really what happened, it would really clear up. all this up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so find people in your circle who might know by uh, tweeting, use retweeting us at Pod or on our Instagram at Monday Morning Macabre or go to MondayMorningMacabre.com and sign up for a Patreon so you can tell our patrons. <laughs> this is a smooth transition. And, um,. You can tell if, we're in a good place right now, mentally and physically. Yes, we are not. A, we're both bright-eyed and 
wooden horsey tailed. And uh you know, have a good have a better Monday than he did when he stabbed himself in the boob. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>